You already know what it is. I'm telling you. Turn it up and watch it pound. We are HGB proud. You're listening. Being a superhero is bad for your health. Now that you're here, why don't you stay a while? The coffee's all brewing here on Carla's Coffee House, HGV Canada. Stick around. We're going to have a good time tonight. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Carla from Carla's Coffee House, and we made it just in the nick of time. I thought I was going to be running a minute or two late, but as luck would have it, uh, everything worked for me. <laughs> So I was able to get online quickly. All right. Thank you so much to uh, Colorado Phil today. Great show. I know it was a hard day for you, man, but you did a, a great show. I really enjoyed it. I listened right up to pretty much the, the tail end of the show today. And um, that's because there was a little incident in that in the household happened. So I had to uh, go and uh, make sure <laughs> everything was okay. Um, we're going to have a special guest on tonight, Mississippi. Jake. Now, I haven't had a chance to really get into everything that I wanted to do with uh, Jake tonight, but we got a track for you, and uh, it's one that he's got posted on his YouTube, and we're going to give you that right now. I want to tell you, though, that um, there is going to be uh, no scheduled uh, Carla's Coffee House for the next couple of weeks, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to be heading out uh, I'll be hitting the road into floodwaters. I'm going to New Brunswick. Um, I got business down there that I have no choice but to go now. That's just the way it is. I don't, I can't reschedule. Um, the province is flooding bad again this year. Reports are saying now that uh, the floodwaters are somewhere sitting between the two worst floods that. Uh, in, in recent memory, which was the flood of 2018 last year and uh, the flood of 1973. So it's sitting right in between there right now. So there's road closures, there's destruction beyond belief. Um, and this, I think, is going to be the new norm for many coastal cities and provinces on this green earth, that's for sure. So uh, we're heading into new territory. So I won't be having the show regularly because I can't promise you that I'm going to be, my schedule is going to permit me to do it. So I have not booked any artists. However, uh, watch the Facebook page, HGB Canada. Watch my own personal music page because I got a gig. If anybody can swim there, they're welcome to come. And that's August 20, August. Yeah, wish. <laughs> no, no, I don't wish because that means summertime's gone. Uh, April 27th uh, with my band family tradition most of my band anyway um and that's gonna be at the hollywood star room clark's corner right in flood zone so we're gonna be there april 27th night before us is gonna be jim dandy from toronto good luck jim hope you get down there without any issues so uh yeah it's gonna be quite an adventure and uh check keep keep posted on our webpage and uh through our group on facebook and also our group on, or our page on Facebook and my personal page. You'll just see Carla Bennell music or something like that. Because that's where I'm going to be doing live shows. I probably won't get a chance to get on the air. All right, so at, now that we got that out of the way, we're going to roll her up here and give you some Mountain Machine by Mississippi Jake. Then we're going to give him a call on the phone.
can still hear the ghost of my youth running through those old Ozarkies. The trees, they fell to their knees. One more time before I die, I want to stand with my feet in the room. Lay down on her banks and sing her I can see the silhouette of those blue mountains It's where I want to take my last If I can just drag my weary bones back Know my brothers bury them in the rocks All right, that was Mississippi Jake. We're going to give him a call right now, get everything rolling up. Let's see here if I can do this right. Is it making its pretty little sounds? Yes, it is. Your connection is too weak. Okay, give me a second then. My connection is too weak. What are you saying? You know, I feel like I get a complex. Oh, well, that's because my Wi-Fi is turned off. How'd that happen? Why did I pull that trick? All right, going to try it again. So here we go. Turn on our little speaker. Hello. Hi, is this Mississippi Jake? That's me. <laughs> Hi, thanks for joining me here on Carla's Coffee House. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. It's uh. It's been um, a funny day here in Brampton, Ontario. We've had thunderstorms, and then it got nice and warm out. Now it's high winds like it's turning wintertime all over again. Oh, that's no good. It sounds like the Midwest to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do get a lot of the weather from that area, actually. So sure. I just, I got to ask you this. What, <laughs> what, how would you, how did you get your name? How did you decide to go with Mississippi Jake? Sure. So that's, that's a pretty common question. Uh, um, I grew up in southern Missouri, and uh, I grew up down in the hills of the Ozarks, and we have uh, Mark Twain is from Missouri, and he wrote a whole lot about the Mississippi River. So growing up, I always say that my entire literature class was nothing but Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn. 
And uh, so I've always been fascinated with uh, history folklore. And now I live in Iowa, so I've always bordered the uh, Mississippi River, and that's kind of the name I went with. Oh, okay. So you just, it was something that appealed to you personally as well. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, I kind of wanted a stage name. Uh, At the time that I started the project, I was also in grad school, and so I was expecting to write some books and have some people think certain things about one name, and I kind of wanted to keep the music life and the uh, academic life separate. So that was part of the reason for a stage name in the first place. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. So how long have you been doing um, your own music? Uh, you're, You're a writer as well, right? Yes, yes. So I started writing for this project uh, in 2014. Um, I did uh, some rock and roll stuff back right out of high school that I wrote for. Um, and that was the bright green mohawk days and, uh, you know, the, the punk rock days. <laughs> and uh, But so I, I, I grew up writing some of that stuff. And then um, as I got older, I, I kind of started going back to the roots of Woody Guthrie and stuff like that. I thought, man, Woody Guthrie's punk rocker too. You know, he's, he's angry about things and so that was that was kind of the shift from that into the current project was the more folky side of things and and stuff like that so it's interesting you said that you mentioned uh um the message and uh the message the commonality between what you did as as a punk rocker and now as a folk artist and that Mm -hmm. seems to be the the there was there were things that needed to be said because, you know, there were things that make us angry or the injustices absolutely. or whatnot, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think uh, you know, and this isn't to, to say anything negative about punk rock because it, it played a huge part of my life. But I think there, there's an adolescent appeal to it that as you get older, the, the folks, it's, it's a little more approachable and you kind of you have a clear idea of what the message is, I think. Because um, I remember when I was a kid, I just wanted to be able to shout things and play an electric guitar really loud because I was mad and and that was the best thing I could come up with uh you know in a non-destructive way and uh so and you know it kind of got refined I guess a little bit as as life went on and I started analyzing what I was saying and how I was doing things a little bit more and thought hey let's we don't have to be loud we can still get our message out there it's it's kind of funny too like that you you said it that you know I was thinking back about when we are teenagers sometimes Sometimes it's difficult because there's so much emotion and so many thoughts that's running through our heads, and it's hard to articulate it in words, but it's easy to do it in sound. Yes, yes. And I think that's the the draw, right? You know, you get the guitar, get the drums, whatever you need to do, and just bang away at it. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I can make a ruckus, and people know that something's going on up there. They might not know what it is, but he's got things to say. (laughs) So when did you write your first song? Do you remember that day when that happened? Um, I remember, I'm sure it wasn't the first one officially, but it's the first one I remember and it would have been back in high school and man, to to call it teenage poetry would be just an honor. I'm sure I remember what I remember. It was pretty terrible, pretty sappy. Uh, Um, and, uh, but it was just four chords and it was uh, about a year after I started playing and I wrote a song. So I was like, Hey, that's kind of (laughs) cool. Do you remember the first time you showcased one of your own songs in front of people? Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I played it for the girl that I wrote it for. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if that counts as showcasing or not, but things would have been around eventually, you know, after I got, I was very nervous about playing in front of people for a long time when I was, when I was younger, for sure. It is difficult to do it, it because uh, Steve Hickman and I would talked about this at one time. And Steve encourages me quite a bit because as a songwriter, I find sometimes there's things that I do want to say and sometimes I say it and I write about it. Then it's like, now that you've said it, you've got to put it out there. Oh, no, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's and that's one thing I I, I talk to. There's a lot of my friends in the industry that they they uh, uh, they've hung their cover artist thing and it works for them and that's fine it's just never been the thing that i did and and but the, the folks that make a living off of original songs like it's it's draining because you're constantly putting heart and soul out out there and some nights nobody shows up and some nights nobody really cares what you're doing and you're like hey this is kind of important to me you know <laughs> it's difficult to be an artist and you, so, yeah, you, it, you've hit some yeah, really good points there what do you do when um how do you handle it when 
um, you get those gigs and, and we've all had them where um, maybe one person shows up or maybe you play a couple of sets before even the one person shows up. Sure. It's, it, 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 there's, I think there's a special amount of, of listening to, uh, you know, comments that I get from friends who say, hey, things you're doing or writing are important to me. But it's also the right amount of not caring and just playing for yourself. That's right. And, and it's, it's hard to do that. And you, you get a couple shows of those in a row on the road. And it's real hard to really care about what you're doing. But uh, I've always found that uh, there's always someone there's always someone that it's going to mean something to. Um, I had a lady in Minneapolis at a bar, and she intently watched me for three hours, and that is not anything I expect anybody ever to do. That is a long time. And uh, she afterwards she approached me, and she was kind of crying a little bit, and she said, "I used to I used to be a painter, and I used to live on it, and I got scared, and money got tight." And I got a nine to five and she just looked at me with tears in her eyes and she said, don't ever stop. Wow. <laughs> so that was, that was it. That was a, I'll call it a spiritual moment in my life. Uh, that, that shook me because like this woman didn't know who I was. I didn't know who she was, but she laid it all out there and I listened, you know, like that's, that um, was a big thing to say. I, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here stunned myself because you know, one of the things I got to tell you, I got to share this with you. Since I've started doing mm-hmm. Carlos Coffee House and I have been talking to so many artists, uh, established um, indie artists, all kinds, and I never walk away with the show unchanged. It's, it's amazing the right. experiences that everybody has and things like that lady coming up to you and saying that because we all face those things. And I don't think it's just right. artists either. I think, you know, a lot of people in their in their daily lives face similar things. But the difference being what she told you was follow your dream. Continue to do what you're doing right. and don't become embittered because you didn't. Right. And and she's she's got an interesting perspective because I, I feel like a lot of people it's it's a scary thing to go chase your dream that hard. And she did and then backed up off so that's that's a very yeah unique perspective there's not a lot of those out there and so oh, that was you know when she spoke i listened because she's done these things and uh you know at, at the same time there's a lot of people that are like hey you're living your dream i wish i could do that and the whole time i'm going guys i'm just dumb enough to, to sleep in walmart parking lots that's the only thing that makes me different than you exactly there's nothing special <laughs> about it it's just being determined and being stubborn and saying you know what it's a little chilly but that's fine <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not glamorous, the life on the road. And really, uh, we know in this day and age, um, there's no really making a big in music anymore like in the 70s and the 60s, the way that it, that it was set up. Um, right. And that's just a lot of it's technological changes that have come, ba- come around. But sure. we still have to get out there and we still have to make ourselves known. And it's almost like a hockey game. Uh-oh, I have revealed them <laughs> from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to keep the momentum or, you know, you lose the game. And it's absolutely. So you have to stay at it. Yeah. And if you do quit people, there's another shiny object coming by and people will forget about you if you don't absolutely. keep doing it. Absolutely. And in the, in the day and age with, with internet and, and all of the streaming services, it's, it's incredible. What we have at our fingertips, but also it's easy for us to get distracted and to not, no, there's so much out there. We're never going to be able to find it. And I think we're just now kind of seeing that. So you got to show up and you got to stand in front of them. You can't just rely on the internet as, as useful as it is. That's true. It's a combination. Now, I want to uh-huh. ask you about your family. Like, is tell me a little bit about your family and how they feel about what you're doing right now. Sure. So I've got, I've got a four-year-old son. Um, and, uh, I, I get to see him, you know, three three to four times a week, depending on schedules and things like that. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's always hard, but I try to make sure FaceTime happens as much as possible. And, um, you know, I try to try to send postcards or pick him up things on the road so that he can he can see the places that I'm going. And, and hopefully one day I can take him there, too. Uh, um, so it, it's hard there. My dad lives in southern Missouri. We see each other a couple times a year. And... Uh, you know, it's just kind of always how it's been, I guess. So it's not too different. 
but it's 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 hard you know i've got friends and family i miss their i miss their birthdays all the time and you know this coming weekend is my birthday and to me it's another day and to a few other people it's kind of a bigger deal and i'm going to be gone so it's you know it's that work-life balance that's really hard when you love the thing you do because you don't like burnout's hard to see it coming sometimes when you like it so much it, you know that's true i've i've experienced that i want you to tell me your experience but i've done that to myself where i just kept going and going and going because i love it so much and then i realized i went into burnout and didn't know it <laughs> right. You, right you exhaust yourself and you don't you don't realize but then all of a sudden you go wait now i'm not playing with as much passion as i used to i'm not singing the song like i used to and everything's becoming robotic yes. right 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 Right, and it's and it's hard for me because I, I love I love productivity. Like I thrive on and it is it is like a drug to me. If I can wake up at you know at a good time and start working and get things rolling, I don't mind working twenty hours in a day. Um, once I get the ball rolling, and so in, it's hard to shut that down sometimes. Where I'll lay in bed at night, emails will haunt me in my sleep, and I'll wake <laughs> up. And I'm like, oh no 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 no, I don't I don't need to send that right now, but probably should or I won't sleep. I so, know, right? So it, <laughs> It, it's re- it's really hard, but for me, a lot of it is just encouragement from folks um, uh, that that know me and of you know people even from high school that I haven't talked to in years. But you know, I start posting blogs and things like that about music and travel, and all of a sudden they're they're interacting again, and I'm like, okay, you're you're watching. This this seems to matter. This is this is interesting. I find that is so. So that's that's probably one of the biggest biggest things for me to keep burnout down. That's true. That's that's so true. And two, we gotta remember to take care of ourselves in the middle of a doll, right? Yes. Yes. That's hard to do when and you're it's so hard distracted. To <laughs> yes. Yep. When there's a million things to do, and on the road, there's a lot of McDonald's, and you know, it's it's hard to be healthy mentally and physically, and it's everything's a struggle. But it's it's a fun struggle. So, as far as your touring goes, I know you're on tour right now. And, uh, or, and well, I seen your site there and you're, you've got some stuff coming up. So, um, where's the farthest yeah. away that you've traveled, um, to perform your music so far in your career? Um, I want to say it's either Tulsa, Oklahoma or Lexington, Kentucky last weekend. Um, I think those are the farthest that I've gone. Uh, last year, the goal was to build up, uh, my, my contacts in Iowa and do it full time, however I however I could. And then this year has been and trying to get out of the state at least twice a month, uh, and it seems to be working pretty well uh, to the point I think I forgot to book Iowa a couple of months this summer. So don't tell them that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I got offers from other places, so I'm going to be hitting Wyoming, um, headed down to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, uh, it's you know you know how it goes. It's a constant networking game, and sometimes you find that that magical contact that has. 70 different contexts that open up a whole new tour world that you hadn't even thought of yet. Um, and, and that's really fun. But that's that's kind of the plan right now, I think. I think that's a good point that you made right there. And one of the reasons I like to do this show is like I like to be able to give a heads up to other musicians that uh, maybe been in the game for a while or are just starting out. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the big battles. Like um, we was talking about this same subject of booking. And, um, you know, that's a full-time job, plus the whole research of finding out where the heck to play (laughs) and towns that you've never heard of before. It's very demanding. How have you dealt with that? It really is. Um, uh, Just by spending a whole lot of time on the Internet. Um, (laughs) I, what I've started to do is I, I try to look at folks that are two to three levels, I guess I'll phrase it that way, above me as far as uh, how long they've been doing and the types of shows they're getting. And those are the places that I send emails to first because I know they're not playing for free, so there's a start, yeah. um, and I know there's probably a decent crowd. So I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm just following other folks that are doing research in areas, and sometimes I can't find any you know, any shows in the middle of New Mexico. So then I got to go to, uh, what is it, uh, Bands in Town or Indie on the Move, any any resource. I've gotten to the point of just typing in folk musician Albuquerque uh, in Facebook, and that's painful, but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it so there's, certainly uh, is. There, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of avenues, and not all of them are good, but avenues nonetheless. <laughs> That's true, and we got to do what we can. Now, have you got a team that works with you, or are you just totally soloing everything? The business side and the... And I the... have... Yeah, I have... I have a couple of different booking groups. Sorry for the noise. Um, I have a couple of different booking groups that occasionally will throw me in a show, uh, but 98% of what I book is, is everything on me. So you stay, you're not kidding when you say you could burn out, that you're really busy. Yes. Yeah, I think I've got 55 on the, on the books right now uh, for this year. And then on top of that, there's always design work for flyers and trying to, I did all my design work for the website. So there's just always, always something to do. Now, do you, do you find that the good old fashioned poster still works for promoting? Not really. Uh, not too much, unfortunately. I, I say that I use them for networking a lot. I guess whenever I'm traveling somewhere and I'm visiting a, a dive bar, I look to see who's playing where and. Sometimes I jot those down, so maybe it's more useful for me to see flyers than to print them. It's funny, too, because uh, I, I suppose it depends. What kind of crowds do you get? Like, what's your, I guess, who, who's attracted to your music? Who comes out? Male, female, young, old, mixture? It, it's a really big mixture, and it's been an adjustment because of uh, doing punk rock stuff for so long. You can usually depend on you know four or five people in a town caring that you're there uh but when you, you hold an acoustic guitar and it's a little more uh uh chill your demographic becomes much bigger and so i mean we've played i got the guys together and we played for 250 people from all age ranges at a winery this last summer uh so it really just depends but it's it's a split uh, male female ratio according to my website analytics, which are a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> that seems to be pretty split, and and a, and a lot of folks that are my age and older um, is is probably the the trend that I've been seeing. Well, okay, you opened yourself up for that question. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be thirty two on Saturday. Oh, you're an old man now, aren't you? <laughs> I'm way up there. I'm over the hill. I'm over the hill. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes when you're in a Walmart parking lot. I yeah, promise. it does, doesn't it? Oh, my goodness. Memories. Yes. It's the great, the great equalizer is the minivan sleep. Oh, Frank. Yeah, well, that'll make you old quick, I tell you. Get out of there and you're friggin' mm -hmm. creaking and cracking. <laughs> so, Jake, like... Absolutely. You, you said you got this project coming up. Tell the listeners, like... I don't want to put words in your mouth. So tell the listeners about the project that you've got coming up and uh, a little bit about what you got planned for the the next uh, few months or even the whole year of, uh, of your music. Sure. So I'm planning on putting out two different albums this year. Uh, one will be Mississippi Jake and the Bootleggers Orchestra, which is the folk group that I've been working with for a while. Uh, we're going to put out an album called The Life and Times of Casey Joe Collins. Um, and then we're also going to have a different variation called Mississippi Jake and the Ghosts. And we're going to put out more of a rock and roll uh, Americana album. So I miss playing electric guitar and that was my excuse to get back into it. Um, so we're starting to book some more band shows around the Midwest. And, and I'll be doing my solo thing as much as possible and, and just kind of see where it goes. Wow, you're going to have a full plate if you do those. That's like three projects in one. Uh-huh. I'm going to need a nap somewhere in there, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you will. <laughs> no radio interviews. Thank you. I'm sleeping. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm always happy to take time. Though. I love I love chatting about, about the music world and, and all the, the fun things along the way. Now, how are you being received on radio? Are you having are you having a, a, um, an easy time to get uh, airplay? Um, I from what I've reached out to, yes, uh, there was a Duluth radio station that I went and did an interview with, and a few college radio stations around the Midwest. Um, and then uh, there's a couple of podcasts uh, that I've been talking to and kind of scheduling some stuff there. Um, and then some 
some of the uh, the internet radio stuff has been uh, pretty well received. Uh, so I've, I've been pretty happy with it, and, and seems to be getting attention in other places that you know I would never you know think to market to Estonia, but there's some folks there that like it, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to it's nice to have that outlet that I'm not having to try to personally touch every market because there's a lot of them out there. That's the difficulty. The business end of it can be very. Uh overwhelming sometimes because of um trying to pick the market that you're going to concentrate on and and whatnot and you got to kind of have to go out there and have your music on radio and be out there touring in order even to find out what your market really is like i mean you can say by like you say like doing your analytics you can kind of get an idea but really that that can be misleading right on are we rocking or what oh yes <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the practice space. All right, we share on. the uh, we share the air with uh, about six different bands in different rooms, and the soundproofing's not you know too much to write home about. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that is cool. So you could just walk out right now and in this practice space uh-huh. and just you know catch us a band. Oh, absolutely. There's there's two of them going to town right now. Uh, they kind of start looking. Huh. Well, just go interrupt them and just give us a quick listen. <laughs> Oops. I think, do we still have you? Yeah. Oh. I think Jake is moving around the building because the Wi-Fi is getting weak. Yeah, no, I'm still here. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. There we go. We got full connection now. Can you? Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I was just messing around there while the connection was uh, weak. Mm. Do I hear a bird now? I'm having a, I'm having fun trying yes. to figure out what yes. is in the background. We have, rock, we have rock and roll and birds. It's, <laughs> we got everything here in Des Moines. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> this is this is kind of like the coolest interview. Let's just figure out. It's going to be a new show. Let's see what Jake's li- where he is now based on the background noises. <laughs> Next, you'll hear an espresso machine. You know, I'm on to get coffee. <laughs> oh, speaking of espresso, like, do you do you have to have coffee to wake up in the morning? Uh, I have to have coffee to function all of the time, and I can drink coffee till the point that I fall asleep at night. Um, that, I blame that on grad school. Um, I, I, I totally, I was drinking over 64 ounces of coffee a day uh, wow. during my master's program. And then I just never quit doing that. Well, the coffee, not the master's program. I did quit that one. That's funny. What did you take? What was your <laughs> master's program? Thank you. Uh, history. American history. Oh, that just sets you up I real was, good uh, for a I had folk an writer. in the American Civil War. Wow. Yes, I. Uh, yep, I. I'm, I'm generally fascinated with with people. I guess is what it is in a historical sense or a lyrical sense. That just I. I'm fascinated by how people, how we survive and how we uh, fail to work together and succeed in working together. And it's. I, I guess the human struggle is just beautiful, whether it's to. Hundred years old or or contemporary. <coughs> Excuse me. You know that's true. I was talking to a very young artist. Um, oh, it's a, a while ago now, probably last fall, and uh, he just got done his degree. Did the same thing as you. Um, concentrated on on I think it was Canadian history at the time, and he went into folk singing. And I'm, I was laughing. I was like, we are all the same. We go and we get this this thing you know in university or whatever and we get all this learning because we have uh-huh. all these questions then we have to go write about them <laughs> we just have to write about it we, you know it's not good enough to sit, mm-hmm. sit in the classroom or write a research paper that nobody's going to see what is your favorite song yeah, you've wrote absolutely. so far um, there's oh favorite song that one's hard um Oh, that's really hard. So the title track for the uh, rock and roll album, it's uh, Middle West Cities. And it's been kind of a reflection of the last two years of doing this full time. 
and it's kind of it's it kind of pays uh, uh, a tribute to the Midwest and some of those cities that that have been a, a big deal in shaping me over the last two years. So probably that one because. I feel like it adequately describes the journey, and and I, I like I like honest songs, and I feel like it it kind of tells where I'm at right now. Wow! So is this one now that you haven't released yet that you're going to be recording? Um, yep, it's in the process right now. Uh, we should hopefully have that out in a month or two as a single before the rest of the album releases, uh, but. I can probably sneak you a copy sooner than later if you would like. That would be awesome. I'm always up for new music. Okay. <laughs> and then when you want to release it, you tell me, and then I'll yes, let her. I'll yeah. let her fly. Yes, I will. Deal. And I will. I will take all the critiques. You let me know what you want better. <laughs> <laughs> so now, do you have any visions of uh, leaving the United States and touring in other parts of? Like Europe, Canada, you know, down south. I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. I've been I've been watching some of the other folks that I know that are starting to do that, and I'm trying to figure out all the channels, the and the hoops that I've got to jump through to make money in other countries and such things. So I'm looking into that, and, and Canada has definitely been on my radar. It's the most logical location-wise, uh, especially. Um, uh, but I know that. There's a there's a lot of crossover on our northern states and, and and Canada with with a lot of the folk music. So that's a a community and a network that I would love to get into sooner than later. I agree, and you know it's um, something that's been piquing my interest personally now is. I, I'm getting networked with so many people. I'm like, well, I just, I don't want to just stay in Canada anymore. I want to meet all you guys. I want to be able to go down where you guys are playing and and you know have some fun. <laughs> and I can't help it. I just have to have fun. Sure. Send them my way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, send them send them my way. We got rock and rolling birds here in uh, Des Moines, so we got anything you could ever need. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is going to be memorable. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> go, you got to write a song about this one. <laughs> now, of course, of course. <laughs> we're actually thinking it. I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag on radio, um, but there is a plan in the works. Um, so keep your ears open for anybody that would like to be a um, like a corporate sponsor. I know that probably sounds like an oxymoron talking to us artists and saying, "Hey, do you know any corporate sponsors?" Usually it's not right yet, <laughs> but, uh, right. yeah. hey, we gotta have money to do things though. <laughs> oh, you do. You do. I mean, I think the two can marry fairly easily. That's just me though. But I, sure. um, my dream is since I've been talking to everybody, I would really like, uh, I have the venue. Um, it's, it's to bring all of you guys up that I'm meeting and like once a year, at least have a festival of all the, all the people that can make it that have been on HGB Canada and this particular show. I think it would be a hoot. And just have a big festival. You guys all perform. We sell tickets. And I can dream, can't I? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what it's all about, though. Uh, I, I, that's, that's what keeps me going when I'm driving through blizzards in Fargo, North Dakota, is dreaming about other cool things that I will, I will plan on doing that are not the thing I'm currently doing, but dreams keep us going, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, when I was, I was sitting here thinking, and you probably, because, you know, you, you've got the history major here, the, the masters in history, especially American history. Um, but I think, you know, the, one of the first radio stations down there started out in the well, middle I've of no, you. oh, did you? Okay. Can you hear me? Okay, let's just try this. I'm going to call him back. See if we can get... It's oh, it's my internet. It's been really funky lately, folks. i got to tell you. We're going to call him back, though. Once it decides to connect. Okay. I think it said it's connected. There we go. There we go. Hey, is that a little bit better of a connection? Yeah, I think so. Oh. 
I think it's I think it's on my end more than your end. I've been having uh, it's been raining and windy and stuff, and when that happens, it kind of doesn't do well with Wi-Fi. <laughs> sure, sure, understandable. I'd blame my provider, but they already warn us that that's going to happen. So, and I don't have. Um, I don't have a wired connection. Plus, I would still have to use Wi-Fi because I got so many devices running around here. But you do remember the radio station when it first started in the U.S. Wasn't it just a little box in the middle of nowhere, like Kansas or somewhere? And and he put out the signal, and 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 a radio station was born. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, there, there's wild things that happen when people just just go for it. Exactly, and I think that's the real, you know, um, up here we call it the entrepreneurial spirit, and down there it's, you know, it's the American dream. It's, you know, you get you get something in your head, and you just, you got to be tenacious and continuously do it for it to be successful, and I believe uh-huh. it eventually you will be successful if you just don't quit. You start believing in when you can really believe in it, other people see that and they start to invest in your dream. And and that's huge. That's that's part of that thing that helps out the road is like mentally and physically and and uh, financially investing in my thing. And that's that's really cool. I totally agree. And because our connection is so crappy right now, and sorry folks, I said crap on the radio, but because it's so crappy, I want to make sure that you get in your social media links, uh, your web page, and let us know where you're heading and when. Um, and I'll let I'll just take, give it give it to you right now, and you do it for me. Sure. As all of all of anything on me is on Um I do a lot of music's on there. Shows are on there. Okay, repeat that one more time, Jake, because it uh, it cut it cut out. Uh, MississippiJake.com. There we go. We got it. That That'll time. be the best place to go. Yep. Okay. And then, of course, Mississippi James Booker Instagram. Other ways to follow Instagram. You get more of the candid stories uh, on the road and large amounts of coffee containers. <laughs> Love it. So what's your brand of coffee that you drink down there when you're on the road? Generally, whatever is cheap if it shows up. Uh, <laughs> I, I like good coffee, but I'm not picky on the road because usually I'm pretty poor. So 75 cents at a gas station will work if I need it. Um, otherwise, McDonald's coffee is not too bad for road coffee. So that's usually my go-to, I guess. Now, do you have a chain called Tim Hortons down where you're at? It's not quite where I'm at, but when I go up north, we uh, it's up there. Minneapolis has it, and uh, I believe Fargo, North Dakota's got one. See, now, I, I had to get that out of you because I want to know, will I survive if I leave Canada and go south? Because I need a Tim Hortons at least, you know, once a day. <laughs> <laughs> sure, not too far south. So if you stay in Minnesota, you're fine, uh, at least <laughs> in the Midwest area. Yeah, because when I went down to Nashville, I was like, where... where where is coffee? I was getting offered iced tea or uh, sweet yeah. tea, and I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I need a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, very different, very different. Yeah, down there, you'd probably be stuck with Starbucks or maybe Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I think there was a Dunkin' Donuts there, really yeah. So where you That's not a bad go-to if you need to. No, uh, you can do it. You could do it. I find it's a little bit uh, yeah. <laughs> too much caffeine all at once, and I get a little jittery. But uh, sure, <laughs> sure. And I don't need to be any more hyper than I am Schedule already. Wise, sure. Uh, wise, I'm heading out towards uh, Colorado and Wyoming and uh, North Dakota in June, um, and then I've got what to I'm taking a run out east back towards Kentucky and Ohio. Uh, in July and then in August, I believe. Um, it's really hard to keep it all straight. I'm trying to remember. Um, some, oh, I guess I've got Albuquerque uh, out to New Mexico and, and some Texas shows in September. So that's all still the work. 
I don't want to confirm before I'm confirmed. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's understandable. Now, I've got one question before we finish up that I really, really want to know. Is how are you doing this so that, like, are you living on the streets or do you have a place to call home? <laughs> like, how do you, are you making the money that you need to at least break even? It's it's close. Sometimes I get help from, from folks around me. Uh, it, it gets by most of the time. I'm not a lot of extra, but I'm happier than I've ever been. So I can't complain too much. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the things I wanted to, to, to actually talk about because I have a day job right now. And I was looking back at my life when I was on the road. Um, I didn't go far, believe it or not. I stayed very close uh, to my communities. And I was doing... Um, about as well financially as I am now. Can you believe it? Sure, sure. And I was happier. There's, <laughs> there's sure. There, there's something. Oh, I think we have got poor connection again. By the burnout scary because you don't always see it coming. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, when, when working for yourself, it's easier to work a stupid amount of hours in a day. And, and I think that that pays off in the end, you know, financially and, you know, emotionally. I totally agree with you. I totally agree. I, I, I love what I'm doing and I just, I can't stop. And I don't even want to take the time to drive because I'm going to miss something on Thursday, you know, because I've got to go about 1,500 kilometers. Yes. Oh, I, 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 sure. that's when you want somebody else to drive for you so you could be on the phone doing business, right? <laughs> Ow, my goodness. I would get so much work done. <laughs> I would have free time. I've heard about that. <laughs> yeah, what is that anyway? Well, listen, my connection is really crappy yeah. and it's annoying the crap out of me and I'm sure and it's driving you crazy. But um, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. This has been a real pleasure, and um, good luck on your tour. Stay in touch with HGB Canada and Carlos Coffee House. We want to see what you're doing and how you're doing. And uh, you know my email address, Perfect. so get me that stuff out, uh, and I'll keep it uh, under my hat until you tell me, release it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thank you very much, Carlos. The pleasure was all mine. All right. You take care, Jake. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right, that was Mississippi Jake, and he is a touring artist, folk artist, came from the punk world and moved over into folk. All about the stories, all about the experiences. What a wonderful, wonderful evening that was to spend with Jake. I'm sorry about the connection on the phone. Um, I, it's a, an international call, so I can't really roll up the... Uh, the cost on the phone so i have to do it the skype way and the wi-fi well you know what i'm going to tell you sometimes the wi-fi is even clearer than the phone so it just you just never know so that was uh, our show for tonight i am going to stick with you a little bit longer i have a few things that uh, i want to tell you about but uh, before then let's uh let's play a country tune i think it's kind of funny it's it's got Mississippi title in it and it's got Jake in it and it's kind of close um not that we're calling Jake a dog but <laughs> here's Pirates of the Mississippi with Feed Jake and we'll be right back I'm standing at the crossroads in life and I don't know where to go You know you got my heart, babe But my music's got my soul Let me play it one more time I'll tell the truth and make it rhyme And hope they understand me now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep If I die before I wake Feed Jake He's been a good dog My best friend 
right through it all. If I die before I wake, VJ. Now Broadway's like a sewer, bums and hookers everywhere. Wine all passed out on the sidewalk. Doesn't anybody care? Some say he's worthless. Just let him be. I, for one, would have to disagree. So would their mamas. Now I lay me down to sleep and pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, VJ, he's been a good dog, my best friend, right through it all. If I die before I wake, VJ, now if you get a near pierced. Some will call you gay, but if you drive a pickup, they'll say no. You must be straight. What we are and what we ain't, what we can and what we can't. Does it really matter? Now I lay me. Down to sleep. Pray the Lord, my soul, to keep. If I die before I wake, VJ, he's been a good dog, my best friend, right through it all. If I die before I wake, VJ. If I die before I wake, VJ. If I die before I wake, VJ. VJ. Yeah, so you've been listening to Carlos Coffee House on this uh, wonderful. Tuesday evening and uh, thank you I'm going to give a couple shout outs here I want to thank uh, all the radio stations right now that is carrying Carlos Coffee House we have Q108 Kingston we have MD Online Radio we have who am I forgetting KB Canada KB Radio in Canada and uh, a couple of other Casa Radio in um Windsor or London I get the two towns mixed up all the time but thank you all so very much for carrying Carlos Coffee House you can find us on YouTube under HGB Canada you can um find us almost anywhere on the internet we are expanding shout out to my partners Sandra de la Pera go vote for her for the ISA awards uh you can find that on our page uh shout out to Steve Hickman, the hick stick Hickman, man, what a singer. So I want to say I really appreciate everybody listening and supporting the show. Please go to anchor.fm, Carla Dash, Coffee Dash House. Carla's, sorry, Dash, Coffee Dash House. We'll get that straight. And uh, you can donate monthly. And uh, 99 cents, $4.99, $9.99, whatever you can afford. Every penny goes back into the station in running this uh, programming that we have. We have 14 shows on the program. A lot of people are depending on the viability of the station. It helps that we have wonderful sponsors uh, that have thrown money towards the station. Yeah, I hate to say it, but... Money does make the world go round, and it certainly keeps us on the air. Um, it is costly. And if you don't believe me, just go check out a radio station sometime. See if you want all the bells and whistles, because I don't even have all the bells and whistles. 
I'm just going on the medium road, man, just the medium road. So we would really appreciate that. Um, we are going to be having a fundraising drive uh, sometime down the road. And uh, we're not taking any more radio shows. I'm sorry to say we're full. We need some time for rotation so that you can hear the wonderful artists that are coming in here. We're proudly, just proudly got to tell you this, we are an accepted radio station of ISA. And they're the International um, Singer-Songwriters Association. And uh, now we're one of their official stations that uh, people can send music to. So I want to thank you all for the support that you've been given this uh, program and this station. Tell people to listen in. You can find us on hgbroadcasting.com. That's our website. The player's right there. Yes, I know. It's gotten a little bit messy because there's advertisements on there. But we, as Phil would say, Colorado Phil, we got to pay the bills. So that's helping bring revenue into the station. So if you click on one of those, you know, that's fine. Just come back to HGB Canada, please. <laughs> we are having feature artists on there. You'll see our new thing that we're doing is uh, we're promoting Facebook Live videos. Um, so we're doing we're doing things on YouTube. We're going to be doing things on Facebook. We still have the radio station. We're into promotions. We're into everything. So this is your go-to place, folks. Come on by. Join up. Um, check out our Patreon account, too. I'm going to be uh, eventually having some videos on there and um, teaching people a little bit of what they need to know when they get into the business. And uh, it'll be private. you got to be a member. Yeah, Pay a dollar or two, three dollars, doesn't matter. Um, just pay something so that we can keep it a little bit private and uh, so that we can chat and talk and get, get some things done that need to be done. I want to help people get where they need to go. And I know a lot of things out there, they'll charge you an arm and a leg. And really, the musician, we do have to invest in ourselves. We do have to put the money ahead. And we have to put it towards ourselves because just like Jake said, we got to believe in ourselves first before anybody else will believe in us. But in saying that, it does take money and there's ways to do it and there's ways to help ourselves. So think about all those things. Go to the webpage, hgbroadcasting.com. Remember, there's not going to be any scheduled Carlos Country, uh, Carlos Country Mile. Where did I come from? Okay, that was 2017. Let's go to 2019. No Carlos Coffee Houses scheduled um, until this, um, I think it's like the second week of May because I'm going to be going on the road a couple of times doing gigs myself as a musician. So, just saying, just saying folks, don't forget if you're in the area down there in Grand Lake and you come in by boat, that we'll take you anyway, come on in. We're going to be floating in there and the gig is at uh, the Hollywood Star Room another partner of HGB Radio. So, yeah, come on by. I'd love to see you. It's going to be a very short trip. Uh, just get down there playing a gig and getting some business done that I need to get done and right back to Ontario again. So listen to our other show. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining. We're going to take you out on another Mississippi song. This is Mississippi John Hurt with You Gotta Walk That Lonesome Valley. You talk about roots and talk about folk. Here's a good one for you. Good night, and thank you for tuning in. Oh yeah, she got to walk Battle on some 
valley Well, you got to walk it for yourself Is nobody here can walk it for you You got to walk My father is